What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bourbon and Vets. Uh, joining me again today, we have Mr. Avery Cunningham, the world's greatest co-host, coming in live from his uh, from his office setup. So, uh, Avery, glad to have you back on the show. Hey, well, uh, you're very kind. Uh, thank you for having me back, Zach Starrock. You forgot to introduce yourself, but um, but ladies and gentlemen, Zach Starrock, the actual host of Bourbon and Bets here. Keep keep bringing it in. I love it. Uh, I'm not uh, not one to toot my own horn. So, um, but I guess it is good to introduce myself for for the new listeners. Um, before- yeah, you know, you know, you know, um, you know, in, in life, you know, life is just a sales position. You always got to sell something, whether it's yourself or other things. So. True. You know. Hey, every moment you're you're alive, you are representing your own brand. Yeah. So, facts. Um, big facts. However that is, however that brand looks. So so since we're talking about brands and we want to talk about, um, you know, things that are important and, you know, let's let's just go over things that people say that are a representation of them. Um, I believe you said that Ty Lue was one of the greatest basketball coaches of all time. Um, would you like would you like to to continue with that thought or um, I, we, we might be able to get him on the show since he's uh, in his off season now? Well, I don't know if we'll get on the show um, because I don't know if there's good reception in Cancun. Um, but um, with him being compared as, you know, the Bill Belichick of basketball, he is still one of the best coaches of all of all time. Listen, <laughs> just because you put that in your own blog online doesn't, doesn't make it true. I didn't say this. This was like the player, like his own player said this because because it was in-game adjustments. And, you know, you look at last night's game. That wasn't because of Ty Lue getting out coast. That was because of Paul George. Like I told you before the, before the game, either way, Ty Lue can't lose. Oh, all right. Hey, fair enough. However, I do want to go back to when you were talking about him being an NBA champion uh, when he was with the Lakers. And I said, uh, did he have a significant role on that team? And you said, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Well, let's look at those stats real quick. So that year uh, when they won that championship, Ty Lue – played in 38 games. So didn't even play in half the games. He averaged 3.4 points, <laughs> um, less than one rebound and 1.2 assist. I'm going to be honest with you, Avery. Let's see here. That's 2000. I was 11 years old. I probably could have came in and, and averaged those same, those same stats. Yeah, um, I don't think so. You know, there's so much more to stats, though. There's always that veteran leadership. You you take a look at Udonis Haslam. Look look at the impact he's having on the Miami Heat. Then they are now the number one seed at the Eastern Conference. You're gonna say Ty Ty Lue in his third season, where he had totaled 71 games over three years, that he has veteran leadership. Hey, I didn't know. I didn't know how. All right. So I didn't have anything there. So you, you clearly came prepared. I, I, I wasn't. So and that's okay. That, I'm, I'm okay. glad that we could uh, put those stats out there for the uh, for the listeners. Yeah. Um, appreciate it. appreciate it, Zach. Way to knock, way to kick a man when he's down. That's what I'm here for. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into today's game. So big game today. Um, playoffs are officially set. Play-in games are uh, are over. The Hawks um, had a heck of a comeback last night against the Cavs. Cavs played hard. Um, Trey Young is just an absolute dog, though. Um, showed up when he needed to show up. Was hitting three-point uh, three shots from the logo. Um, 
I mean, he just really couldn't be stopped. And and really that that Hawks team is pretty scary. It, it is tough that they have to go up against the Miami Heat. I think that they're they don't match up well with them, uh, I guess is what I what I would say. Um, but so so they they made it in in the eighth seed in the east. And then on the other side, the New Orleans Pelicans um also had to have a, a late game comeback. Um to knock off the Clippers. So um, so both of those are set over on that side. The Pelicans are going to have to take on the Suns. I think the Suns might sweep that series, just, just being honest. Brandon, Brandon Ingram came out hot last night, but cooled down there towards the end of the game. Um, CJ McCollum didn't have his best game yet, um, but he, he played well still. But I just think the Suns, with with this much rest time, I think the Suns are going to be tough for them to to steal a game from. Um, before we jump into today's games, you got anything to add about those games yesterday, last night? Um, yeah. Um, kudos to both teams um, for different reasons. Both had slow starts to, to the season, um, but you know they played their best ball towards the end of the season, like most good teams do. Um, like big come like Cleveland came out hot yesterday. Like they, I know, like I think in the first half they might have been like ten of twenty one from three. Um, Marketing was killing it. Yeah, Marketing was like was hitting all the threes. Like Karis Avert was facilitating, making making plays. And then uh, the game eventually slowed down for uh, for the Hawks. Um, uh, Trey, Trey Young started hitting shots. Uh, he ended up finishing. I think it was like three of sixteen to start. But then he went like. No, not bad. No, I think no. I'm sorry. That was the Hawks three point uh, numbers in the first half, and then like, but Trey Young ended up finishing like 13 or 25 uh, from the field with you know ended up with 37 points. So he had 32, I believe, in the second in that second half. So, so I mean, some you know, shout out kudos to Cleveland for having a good season. You know, they weren't supposed to be there, like uh, your uh, host says, um, but. Um, they had a good year. There's Garland's, you know, really good players. Um, they go. Um, they weren't healthy. Uh, Colin Sexton's, you know, is going to be back. Um, you know, Jared Allen, um, you know, uh, Mob- Evan Mobley, um, Markin, and all those guys. You know, have all those guys come back. Um, so we'll see what type of team they have next year. But uh, it was a good season for them. As far as the Western Conference game, uh, it was a little late, so I kind of fell asleep. But um, so I did catch like some of the end of it when it was tied. Uh, I knew that um, um, the Clippers outscored the um, the Pelicans by twenty in the third quarter. So they went. I think they were up ten. I think they were up sixteen at one point. Then um, you know New Orleans ended up coming like coming back and you know, winning that game. So uh, I probably missed a good game. Uh, looks like Brandon Ingram went off. Um, Larry Nance had a really good game too. Like he was he was like clearing up the clearing up the glass um, pretty well. Uh, and CJ McCollum, I can't remember how many he had, but um, you know, he's always going. To, he's he's been known to hit big shots in big big moments. So, you know, kudos to both of those teams. Um, we'll see um, how they compete. Um, you know, in the you know in the one eight matchups moving forward. Yeah, uh, I agree. Shout out to all those teams that played hard. Um, even with the Clippers, as much grief as I'm giving you about Ty Lue, Reggie Jackson played out of his mind. Really, left it all out there on the court. Um, so. Uh yeah, it looks like this past couple of games he's been struggling in the fourth though. Um he's like like known as like like Mr. Fourth like Mr. Fourth Quarter or whatever, like throughout the season. But like these past two like even like against the the Timberwolves, I think he had either two or three points and then three like three turnovers and like two assists to, like in, in the fourth quarter. And I and then when I was like from the little I was watching, he looked like he was like kind of struggling. 
uh, last night as well. Um, so, um, but he, he, I mean, he did have a good season. Like I, I, I truly believe that game is a different game with Paul George. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, would have played. But you know, like I said, kudos to like you know all those teams. Um, you know that that was playing uh, last night. It was truly some good games. Yeah, um, with Reggie Jackson, he went twenty-seven, seven, and eight. So really, outside of Marcus yeah. Morris, um, I guess Norman Powell had a, had a decent game too. But he needed to have a great game for them. To, yeah, yeah, for them to move on. So yeah, and and I agree. I think if, if Paul George was there, there more than likely would have been a different outcome to that game. Yeah. Uh, but Paul George not being there, that that definitely hurt the team. It's it's still pretty crazy to me that we're seeing health and safety protocols um, at, yeah. at this point in the pandemic. So Yeah, I was so shocked when I seen that. I was looked at my phone, and then, you know, you being the Ty Lue hater that you are, uh, I was like, dang it. They better not win this game because I'm not going to – I'm not going to quit talking. But. <laughs> and I knew <laughs> – I knew that that's what your mindset was. So – when you when you sent that message, I was like, "You better hope that the Clippers don't lose, or else I'm not gonna let it go." So that's why I came. I came with so much artillery uh, to start yeah, the show. Yeah, you're ready. You're ready. So I appreciate that. All right, let's go ahead and move forward um, for today's show. We're gonna essentially rapid fire most of these games. Uh, we're gonna give our picks against the spread uh, or even money line. I'll, I'll be sharing um, spreads and odds um, for both. Um, but before we do that, obviously, I am a Dallas Mavericks fan. Um, so we are going to go a little more in-depth with the Jazz Mavericks series. Um, go through some, like, player props. Uh, so far for the playing games, we've gone 4-1-1 one, and one, um, against the spread. Um, unfortunately, some of our player props haven't, haven't been that, that great. They're actually ice cold. Um, the biggest win that we had was the Kyrie Irving double-double. Uh, I believe that we had that one at like plus 280 or plus 270. Um, so that one hit. Uh, so that was a big one that kind of helped offset some of those some of those missed picks. But, um, yeah, so let's go ahead and jump into this uh, Jazz series here. First things first, Luca's out. Um, strained calf. Uh, definitely out today, possibly out for game two. Uh, that's a big blow because – when you look at his stat line, I mean, he's averaging 28.4 points per game, uh, 9.1 rebounds, and 8.7 assists. Those are big numbers that have to be made up somewhere. And, I mean, Jalen Brunson typically steps up a little bit. He he can score some points. Um, and Spencer Dinwiddie coming in off the bench. I, I don't know who's going to be starting today in, in Luca's spot. Um, I, I believe they're going to keep Spencer Dinwiddie on the bench. Um, we might see Josh Green get uh, get the start. Um, I haven't really seen completely who that's going to be, but unfortunately, I just don't know if we're going to have the, the, the offensive production um, to make up for that loss of Luka. Uh, so today's game is going to be a little tough, but before we get too deep into the analysis, let's go over some of the quick analytics, analytics of this game. Uh, so we got the fifth seed Jazz, uh, who finished the season with a record of 49 and 33. Um, traveling to Dallas to take on the Mavericks, the four seed uh, who finished the season with a 52-30 and 30 record. Um, the Jazz are favored by five points here. Um, and money line is Jazz minus 235 and Mavericks plus 194. And that has shifted a little bit. Um, the odds were a little bit more even um, as of yesterday, but they do seem to be shifting in the Jazz favor. So 
Against the spread, Utah is 33-46-3. Dallas is 47-33-2. Those numbers, a lot of those games involve Luka, so, so that's the big difference here. So um, over-under on this game is 209.5. So all that being said, Avery, who are you taking in this game? I'm going to go with the Jazz on this one. Um, you know, with the leading scorer, the leading rebounder, and your leading passer um, on the on the bench um, for today's game, that's going to be tough. So it's, that's not going to be just done by one player. It's going to take a collective effort. So you're going to have um, – so Jalen Bronson and uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, the, those are going to be the two that's going to, uh, you know, have to carry the team a little bit. So they got to do most – like a lot of scoring – um, a lot of a lot of playmaking, um, but with uh, you know with the Jazz, you know Donovan Mitchell, he's he's been kind of on like on a roll when it comes to playoff games. I think he's averaging over thirty points in the in like in his ten playoff or his last ten playoff games. You know, come, going back to last season in um, in the bubble. Um, so he you know he's 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 uh, he's back healthy. Um, you know, Conley's back healthy. Um, they're, you know, they had, uh, they had to have trade Ingles um, to the Pacers. So I, I, I liked him. He's, you know, tough guy. He can hit, hit big shots. But, um, you know, Jazz got Bogdan, uh, Bogdanovich. Uh, I think that's what his name is. Yep. Um, so, I mean, he's got, he's another guy that can hit shots. Um, so Conley's going to, going to create, um, you know, um, uh, Donovan Mitchell's is going to create. You know, then you got uh, Rudy Gobert in there. Um, you know, Mass kind of struggle against like good bigs, so I think that's going to uh, be a key in, in the game too. So I'm going uh, them uh, tonight. Um, as far as like the spread goes, even even though um, um, uh, Luca is out, uh, that that uh, five point spread is, is a little is kind of high, but I think I'm gonna uh, swing swing with the Jazz on that. Yeah, I. I'm also going to take the jazz in this uh, as much as it kills me. Obviously I'm being a fan. I'm hoping for the best for the Mavs, but expecting the worst with it, with having Luca out of the, out of the lineup. Um, the big reason is because of the big men matchups. I, I see a smirk on your face. I, I know you're waiting, waiting <laughs> no, to come I, back for something. What? what? Uh, I, I'm not, I'm, just, I'm surprised, you know, you usually, you know, um, when it comes to your favorite team, you kind of have blinders on, but Hey, I'm, start, think, I'm glad you're starting to see the light, but blinders <laughs> Carson Wentz and Ty Lue get out of here with blinders uh but yes I think I think that the 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 down low game the big guys are what's going to make the difference here I think Rudy Gobert uh Royce O'Neal um Hassan Whiteside also I think I think we're just outmatched down low uh Dwight Powell Dwight Powell uh plays okay you know he's averaging um a little over eight points a game and, and just under five rebounds a game compared to Rudy Gobert, who's averaging um, over 15 points a game and um, over 14 rebounds a game. So he's averaging a double-double, and we don't have a big guy that even comes close to that. So I think that's going to be a huge problem. And then even when you look at uh, Hassan Whiteside coming in, um, he's averaging eight points and almost eight rebounds. So when you have a guy coming in off the bench – that's averaging about what your starting center is averaging. That that's a problem. Um, so I think that that's going to be a big miss. Um, Jalen Brunson's going to have to step up, and I think he's capable of playing extremely well. Um, however, again, he's going to have to match what Donovan Mitchell can do, Mike Conley, and even Jordan Clarkson coming in. So, unfortunately, I think we are grossly outmatched in this game. 
uh, not having Luca. So I think I, I honestly think five points is low for for this spread. Um, I don't think the Mavs are going to be able to keep this game super close. Um, I hate to say it, but I, I'm I'm expecting a nine to ten point loss here. So um, that's where I'm at. Yeah, man. I'm sure I'm sure it accused you inside, man. I'm sorry. It does. As I was saying that I was getting a little more sad. Um, yeah. Right. Not, I mean, not yeah, home. So Dallas is, um, you know, got one of the better home court advantages uh, in the NBA. So, you know, that's always, you know, that's, you know, that's, you got to put that into effect as well. So, yeah, I just think talent wise, it's going to be tough. It's going to be, it's going to be a tough one. And again, hey, if we win, I'm going to be extremely happy um, for that purpose. I'm, I'm going to stay away from this game. I'm, I'm not actually going to uh, uh, place any wagers, but I would, if I wasn't a Mavs fan, I'd be taking, I'd be taking the Jazz, Jazz minus five. Fair enough. Fair enough. So with all that being said, let's go over some, uh, some player prop bets. So for points, I've got Jalen Brunson over 20 and a half um, for the simple fact that he's going to have to do so much. I think he's going to be their primary offense. Um, that being said, I think he's going to have no, no issue scoring 21 points. Yeah. I, uh, I like that pick. Um, he's going to, um, his, uh, usage race probably is going to go up a little bit. Um, yeah, uh, it's, it's going to go up a little bit. Um, so I imagine him like being able to get over that 20, like, you know, 21 points. I agree. Um, Dwight Powell, I have him under 11 and a half. Uh, with a guy that's averaging 8.7 on the season going against a defensive presence like Rudy Gobert and even Hassan Whiteside, I I don't think he's going to have much of an offensive production today. Hey, you said what was what was his uh, total? 11 and a half. Um, he's averaging 8.7 points a game and 4.9 rebounds. So um, I'm taking him under 11 and a half points. Yeah, I can see that happen. Like, like you know, I, I kind of agree with that. Uh, with uh, having him going against Rudy, um, not much of a, he's not much of an offensive guy, Dwight. So, I mean, I can uh, I can totally see him not getting that mark. Um, on the flip side, with that matchup, I am going to take Rudy Gobert over fourteen and a half. Uh, again, just because I don't think that the Mavs are going to have an answer down low for the big guys. Um, so, I think fourteen. I, Rudy Gobert is probably going to – I'm not going to say probably. Rudy Rudy Gobert is definitely going to have a double-double today. Yeah, I think that's uh, fair to fair to say. Um, 14 and a half, I can see him getting that. Or, you know, maybe you know, usually he's like around like a 16-point guy or something like that. So I could definitely see that tonight. Or yeah, today, I mean, he, at 1 o'clock, sorry. He's averaging 15.6 points per game. So I, yeah. I think with this matchup, he he shouldn't have no, no problem with that. The only thing I could see possibly happening um, – and – being a fan, I hate saying this, but if the Jazz run away with this game early, I think that could possibly hinder that, where he's not going to be on the court to get those points. Um, they may they may put Whiteside in there um, for for some extra minutes. Um, rebounds, I've got Donovan Mitchell under four and a half um, on the season. He's averaging four point two. I I just don't feel like he's going to get four and a half rebounds. I don't have like any any analytical logic behind it other than he's just not even averaging that. So, yeah, I I, I can see him going over though. Um, just you know, guys got to make shots. So if guy, I mean, guys not making shots, um, you know, he could get that. He's he's a pretty competitive player. So I can see him getting over 
uh, four rebounds. I'll go with five rebounds tonight. Okay. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, I do have him over five and a half. Yeah, I like that pick as well. Again, I think that somebody's going to have to get rebounds. Um, and I think it's going to – I mean, obviously, it's him and Dwight Powell. And we have uh, Maxi Kleber as well. But I don't know. I, I just think asking for six rebounds out of Finney-Smith is – is not unreasonable. Um, assist. I got Mike Conley going over five and a half. Yeah, I can see that happening. Um, you know, he's, 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 you know, one of, one of the more true point guards, you know, um, guys that like to get his, his uh, teammates involved. So I can see that happening today. Uh, I also have Jalen Brunson over four and a half. Yeah, I like that. Uh, he's going to have to do like, like we mentioned before, I think that's, I would say that's almost, I would almost hammer that. Um, yeah. He's going to have to do like a lot of playmaking today. So he's going to have to get his teammates involved and score um, him along with uh, Dinwiddie. So. Yeah. And um, last on the assist, I'm going to take Jordan Clarkson over two and a half. Um, just because when he comes in with that, with that second team, he's going to be essentially the primary facilitator, I think. So um, I think three assists isn't, isn't crazy to ask for there. Uh, I'll go with two. Okay. That that sounded like a spiteful pick. No, it, it was. I was just like, I'll just go to I, I don't know. He's he's you know, he's he's that guy's a score first, so like darn near a ball hog. <laughs> but <laughs> I agree. So, but yeah, I, I'll go with two assists. All right, and then I got a couple combos here. Um I have Mike Conley over 19 and a half for points and assists total. So it could be 10 points, 10 assists, could be 20. 20.0 assists and and you know it would hit so I, i'm pretty comfortable with thinking with taking mike conley to go over 20 with those two stats combined yeah i could i could see that happening um you know i, I think it, I, I think it'll be close though i think he'll just hit that 20 mark i don't think he'll like you know be like a whole bunch of whole lot over it so i think it'll be around that okay and last one for this game, I have Rudy Gobert over 15 and a half points and assist as well. Um, the primary reason for that is that I'm already saying Rudy Gobert is going to have over 15 or more points. So he'll probably luck his way into an assist or something. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, that's uh, I'll hammer that. OK, boom. So that's where we're at overall for for this series. Pending Luca coming back, pending Luca coming back, and that's uh, that's going to be tough because if he's out for game two, also there's a good chance the the Mavs are going to go down two zero, and at that point it's a little tough to bounce back from. Um, they they've done it before, but if if the Mavs go down two zero, I I see this series Jazz and six. <laughs> I know that I fought you about that the other day, but um, if Luca comes back for game two. The Mavs can win that one back. I could see this game or the series going seven games. Um, and really at that point, it comes down to the to the All-Stars. Um, Donovan Mitchell versus Luka. It'll be tight, but I I am going to take the homer pick and I'm going to go with the Mavs. That is if Luka comes back, right? If if Luka, if Luka doesn't come back, this it's going to be tough. Yep. Um, and It'll then – sweet- yeah, yeah, and then you remember last year, um, you know, they didn't even win a home playoff game last in uh, last season. So, you know, if he comes back, you know, game three, I mean, 
you know, yeah. they, they still have it in them, to, you know, to win win some road games. So, um, I, uh, me on the other hand, I'm going Jazz in six, whether he's healthy or not. So, um, okay. I, I just think there's, I um, mean, you know, talking about experience, you know, you know, Jazz been there. I mean, they've been they've been scoring. Um, you know, look at last year. You know, they had number one seed, lost to um, Ty Lue and the Clippers, obviously. Um, so, you know, I think they'll, I think they're going, um, win in six. So. All right. I, I, I can't argue that strictly just based off. We don't know what's going to happen with Luca. So let's move on. Let's, uh, rapid fire some of these other series. So, um, another series going down in the West, um, we got the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, we got the Grizzlies favored by six and a half. Um, Minnesota money line is plus 215. Memphis money line is minus 260. And the over-under is 236. Um, where, are you, where are you standing on, on this game and this series? Uh, I think Memphis will win tonight. Um, I think that's six and a half points a lot. So I'm going to take uh, Minnesota with the points. Um, but this is going this is uh, low-key going to be one of the better series, I think. You got two of the highest scoring teams, like both, both young team, both young teams, like both are relatively healthy. Uh, you know, Memphis got, I think most of their core guys back uh, Dylan Brooks, um, who, I mean, who was out a lot of the season. He's back. Uh, John Morant is back. Um, Jaron Jackson, um, Steven Adams. So they're like this, so like most of their core is back. Um, and then you see looking at Minnesota, you know, they got, they got a three, a really, really dangerous three headed monster. I think cat, uh, Carl um, Anthony Towns to struggle again and like struggle like in parts of this series just because of the physicality of you know Stephen Adams and uh, Jaron Jackson. You see, you know, you know um, against the Lake, uh, not the Lakers, God no, uh, the Clippers. Um, you know, like they just uh, throwing different, a whole bunch of different bodies at him, even though they weren't they they weren't he was taller than than most of them. Um, he was still like still struggling. So I think that physicality is still going to affect him this series. Um, but you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, young talent on both sides, uh, both, both points here. So, um, I'm, I'm gonna go Memphis and six. Uh, I just think they are, um, I think, you know, they've been like, they, they were there last year. Um, you know, um, we got, they're a little smarter, um, they're a little smarter basketball team. I don't know how smart Minnesota is. Um, you look, I mean, you know, just like look, just seeing that you just seeing some of that inexperience from uh, Carl Anthony Towns and uh, the playing games against the Clippers. So he's going to grow up quick if they want to win this series, which I do think they they do have a shot. Um, so I'm going to go with Memphis here at six, um, but this is going to be a really good series. So I agree. I, I I think that today's game is going to be pretty close. So I think that that spreads a bit much. Um, six and a half. I, I would, I would take Minnesota plus six and a half in this one. Um, however, I do think Memphis is going to win this game. And I think there's a, there's a chance that, that they could sweep. Um, Carl Anthony Towns looked real bad in that opening game. He, he struggled. He got in some foul trouble. Uh, you're right. They, they threw a bunch of different bodies at him. Um, and I think the physicality of Steven Adams is going to be the difference maker. Um, obviously John, John Morant is, spectacular one of the best young stars in the game right now um i i'm i'm gonna take i'm gonna take memphis and five 
I think I think that Minnesota could steal a game, but I think ultimately pretty comfortable with Memphis winning this series. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I can see that happening too. Memphis has been been really good this year. They they are um, title contenders. So um, if you if you if you are a really good team, you got to put you know the lesser opponents away. So that that gentleman sweep, um, you know, go a long way. So yeah. Um, next game we have the. Toronto Raptors at the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, Sixers are favored by four and a half. Uh, the money line on this is, is not, not a crazy gap. You got uh, Toronto plus 158 and Philly minus 188 over under 215 and a half. What's, uh, what's your feelings on this series? I'm going to take Toronto in seven. Um, really? I wasn't yeah. expecting that. Neither was I. Um, you know, I think James Harden is going to get in his own way somehow, some way. Uh, he's going to get in his own way here, and it's going it's going to be uh, tough for um, tough for uh, Philly just with the the length and athleticism that uh, the Raptors bring. And then, you know, they got guys that can uh, score. Um, they got guys that could shoot. Um, they're probably a little bit, probably a little bit, probably as they're probably both both teams comparatively like they're both like. Uh, when it comes to like you look at the rosters, they're probably just as deep as each other. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like they probably like you know seven, eight guys, you know that that you could depend on on both on both sides. Um, but yeah, I'm I think I'm gonna uh, roll with Toronto here. Uh, Pascal Siakam, uh, Precious uh, Achua, um, you know Barnes. You know we might see like the coming of like you know you know very the coming of you know Scott Barnes here. Um, he's, he's, I mean, arguably, he, he argued he was a uh, rookie of the year this year. So just like, you know, there's got a lot of length of guys that can uh, make plays. Uh, OG on An- is coming back as well from injury, or I'm not sure. Sh- well, I'm not sure if he's, if he's playing today, but he's, I mean, he's, he's on the way back. I mean, he doesn't play today. Um, so you got, you got a lot of guys that can present different challenges, uh, for Philadelphia. Also, um, with Thibault, you know, being being out, um, that's one of their best perimeter defenders. Um, that's going that's going to um, hurt Philly in some aspect as well. So if they can still if they can still the game at um, Philly, um, I could definitely see this uh, going to you know going the distance. Um, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, um, Toronto in seven here. I, I I'm with you. I think it's gonna be a seven game series, but I think it is gonna go Philly's favor. Um, mostly due to the fact that Joel Embiid is I, – I feel like there's a huge talent gap between him and, and the rest of the league, and I think that this is this series is important for him. Um, James Harden, who knows what's going to happen with him. Um, he's streaky. I, he does get in his own way, like, like you mentioned. Um, obviously, there's a few different injuries, but um, – I think Joel Embiid is going to be the difference maker here. Um, I I think Toronto, top to bottom right now, is a more talented team. Um, obviously, Philly has Harden and, and Embiid, but I I I just think that the the big guy is going to be the difference maker. So I I could see this game or the series going Toronto, um, but I, I think Philly has a has a good shot um, at also taking this series. As far as the spread for today, see your Phillies favored by four and a half. I'm going to take Toronto. I think I think they're going to steal one in in Philadelphia here. 
um, open up the series and, and kind of light a fire. I, I think this could be one of the best series in, in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, I can, I can, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Toronto today as well. Um, I think they'll, um, you know, get off to that one no start. And I think uh, Philly will win the next game. Um, but yeah, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mention like Joel and B. Joel and B is going to get his regardless. You know, he's going to get his 30, 30 points. He's going to get his, um, you know, his double digit rebound. So he's, he's going to get his, he's like, you know, pretty much uh, like one of the best playmakers or one of the best, like, you know, offensive skill guys, you know, in the NBA. Um, I know seven foot, you know, however much he is, 240, to like, you know, he's probably like maybe like 260 or something like that, but he's, his, his off, you know, offensive mood, like his offensive arsenal is, you know, it's just crazy. Like he's got, he's mixed win with a whole bunch of, like like the guys we grew up watching, like you know, you'll, you'll see like his move, like see some of MJ's moves he, he made that uh, Joel and B can do. It's so the dude's crazy. So he's going to get his, but he's going to need he's going to need help. He's going to need Tobias Harris, you know, to you know step up. Um, you know, we'll see what type. We'll see what player James Harden is. Um, you know, is going to be. Um, you know, uh, Tyrese Maxey. He's he's going to have to uh, step up as well. Um, he's been playing well, but, um, it's going to be, it's going to be a really interesting series, but, uh, still going with, uh, sorry, one second here. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So I'm still going with, um, Toronto here, this series. Uh, all right, let's move on. We have now got Denver at Golden State. I know you're taking care of some, uh, some daddy duty right now. So, uh. Oh, there she is. Got a little special guest here. <laughs> What's up, Amari? Hey, hi, people. <laughs> so we got we got a special we got a special guest star today. Um, happy to be here. Look at that. Look at that face. <laughs> so um, there we go. Let's uh did we got Denver and Golden State? Uh, Golden State's favored by six. Uh, money lines Denver plus 215 and Golden State's minus 260. Over under here is 223. Um, so obviously, this is a team, Golden State's a team that I had mentioned as my early pick to win the championship. Um, they're back to being healthy. Um, all that being said, uh, for today's game, I- I'm going to take Golden State minus six. Uh, I don't think the Joker is going to have enough. Um, power on his own to, to, to will the nuggets to this win. Um, what's, what's your thoughts on this game? Um, yeah, I'm on the opposite end of this. I think this six point spread is a lot. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take the nuggets to win tonight and I'm going to pick them to win this series as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm, uh, um, you know, the Jokers, you know, he's going to get his as well, um, you know, as always. Uh, but I think um, the core around him is going to, you know, is going to play better. Um, surprisingly, um, you know, then, uh, you know, going uh, go state. But uh, if, if uh, I mean, I could be wrong, because but uh, if Clay, you know, keeps he, he keeps on, uh, you know, playing how he's been playing um, as of late. You know, they obviously got Draymond back. You know, Draymond is, you know, one of the top 20 players in the NBA. Um, so, yeah, I, I know you don't, I know you don't feel this, feel the same way, but, you know, it's just my opinion. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, then, um, you know, Steph, I mean, obviously Steph has to come back. Um, if he doesn't, I mean, he's I think. Playing. I, I, I read a report that he's, he's, he should be playing okay. tonight. All right. Okay. So, 
Um, if he gets off, to, uh, you know, it may take him a little bit to get going. So I'm going, I'm going to roll with that. Uh, I think uh, Nuggets take this and end up taking a series in seven. So, wow, I'm taking Golden State in five. Whoa, Golden State in five. I, I know I, I mentioned that the Joker is going to have to handle it all himself, and he has a few guys behind him with Aaron Gordon, um, uh, Monte Morris. I couldn't think of his first name. Um, but I, I still just think that the talent gap with how deep Golden State is, I think that's that's going to be the difference. I think I'm going to be able to stay more fresh. And if Steph's on, it's going to be tough. Um, it's going to be tough for, for Denver to keep up. So that's it for today's games. Let's, uh, let's do a rapid fire for Sunday's game. So obviously um, Sunday's Easter. We're not going to be recording uh, an episode. So um, we'll just go through this really quick. So for tomorrow's games, we're going to kick things off. Oh, no, my app. There we go. We're back. Hey, no worries. Slight technical <laughs> difficulties. Um, we got the Atlanta Hawks at the Miami Heat. Miami Heat's uh, favored by minus uh, six and a half. Um, money line is Hawks plus 215. Uh, Miami minus 260 over under 215 and a half. Um, quick picks. Who you got? Um, I'm gonna roll with the uh, Heat and uh, six here, um, maybe five, um, but I'm more so six. Uh, just in respect to that boy Trey Young and uh, what he what he brings to the uh, to the table. Um, but you know Miami's one of the better defensive teams, you know, in the league. Um, may, offense is not aesthetically pleasing all the time, but um, they end up getting the job done. Uh, Tyler Hero, if my if he has a big series, it's you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's really going to be tough for the Hawks. And also, you got to mention, um, you know, Clint Capella, that, that's a big, that's a big, I mean, I, I imagine he's going to miss, you know, a game or two, uh, if, if not more. Um, but that's, that's going to be a big loss. So, uh, expect uh, Bam Adebayo to, uh, you know, take, take advantage of that. And, you know, um, obviously, Jim, Jimmy Butler, aka Jimmy Buckets, you know, he's going, he's going to, uh, yeah, yeah, you know Jimmy Buckets. Yeah, she got yeah. real excited for Jimmy Buckets. Yeah, so uh, you know he's going he's going to make his imprint in the series too. So I think it's going to be a little bit too much for the Hawks to uh, to overcome. So I'm going to take the uh, Heat and six. Um, I like it. Uh, Heat and six. Um, again, you got to show respect to Trey Young. He's he's got that ability to take over and and he shows up when he needs to show up. But I just think that him being the the main guy that's going to have to show up is eventually the, the, the tank's going to run out, no disrespect to him, but you can't do it all. Um, so, uh, I like, I like the heat and six also. I, I like the heat taking this game one. Um, and I'm, I'm comfortable with, with six and a half points too. I, I think the heat are going to win, um, seven or more. So yeah, yeah I'm with uh, that. next game, we have the Brooklyn nets at the Boston Celtics. Uh, Celtics are favored by four. Uh, Brooklyn money line is plus 148 and Boston is minus 176 over under of 224. Who you got? Uh, I'm, uh, man, this is, you know, I'm going to take the Celtics here in the in seven, but I'm not, you know, I'm not really too sure. I'm not really the confidence level in that. It's like a three, um, you know, Jason Tatum, it's it's time, buddy. It's it's. I mean, show up. You know, we know you're one of the best talents in the league. Now you're going against KD and Kyrie. Yeah, it's time. It's time to go, buddy. 
So um, Robert Williams is going to, like, you know, like uh, Bruce Brown said uh, <laughs> uh, before uh, KD told him to shut up, um, basically, um, Robert Williams is going to be a big loss um, guy that can, you know, uh, move around laterally uh, with, you know, with the best of them and um, definitely a presence down low. Um, but, you know, Robert, uh, uh, Ty, Daniel Tice and, uh, and Al Horford, they're definitely uh, those, you know, they could definitely provide those same presence, but just not on the same athletic ability as Robert Williams. So I think that's going to be that's going to be huge. Um, Marcus Marcus Smart is going to have to defend really well of uh, this series, uh, which he has all year, um, you know, all his whole career. So one of the better one of the better defensive units, um, you know, in the NBA in the Boston Celtics. So uh, Jalen Brown, uh, uh, Jalen uh, Jason Tatum is going to have to uh, step up big time. Um, they're going to they're going to perform big, you know, um, see you know the match with uh, KD and Kyrie. So. And I think they're capable of doing that. Um, and, I, and I hope they win because uh, Kyrie, uh, I didn't really like how he did the Celtics. Um, he, they were better. They were better off without him. Um, so every, every time, um, you know, he, he like when he was on the team at first, when he got hurt, they still made the Eastern Conference Finals. And then uh, when the year after he left, you know, during the bubble year, they made the Eastern Conference Finals. But uh, last year, the, you know, they just they, they just weren't the same team. Um, you know, last year that's why you know they uh, Brooklyn you know had that gentleman sweep, but uh, this year I don't know. I think it's gonna be gonna be different. So I got Boston at seven. It's gonna be a really good series. Uh, I'm gonna roll with the the Nets. Um, I think KD and Kyrie are gonna show up, and again, I think it's gonna be that uh, that veteran leadership that's gonna pull through towards the end. Uh, I, I don't disagree that that Boston is extremely talented. Um, I just think Brooklyn's finally going to live up to the hype that they were supposed to live up to. And uh, I, I feel like there's going to be a, a, a switch that's, that's flipped. So um, I'm actually going to take Brooklyn money line in this game. Um, and then as far as the series, I, I think it is going to be a seven game series uh, with Brooklyn coming out on top. So. Yeah, I think, I think Brooklyn wins tonight as well. Um, so we'll, we'll go with that. And then uh, I think um you know, Boston um, is going to make some adjustments, you know, after that. Uh, and then that's going, it's going to be it's going to be a really good series. So um, you saw I, I could definitely see Brooklyn winning, obviously, uh, just because of that uh, pedigree that they have on their team. Um, but, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm really, really looking forward to watching. Gotcha. Uh, so I have an appointment coming up here in six minutes. So um, just give me your picks here. And I, I feel bad because I know that the Bucks are your – your pick and I'm sure you want to deep dive into some analysis but we'll make sure we kick off the next show with it um but we got Chicago Bulls at the Milwaukee Bucks Chicago Bulls are a 10 point underdog uh the Bulls are plus 430 money line and the Bucks are minus 590 over under 229 who you taking uh Bucks for the series in five uh 10 points is a lot um but so I'll, I'll say Bulls for that um but Bucks in the series, um, like I would say, this one name, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, I'm also going to take the Bulls. Ten points is a lot of points, um, so I think the Bucks are going to win this game. Just going to take the Bulls plus ten. Um, and then finally, we got the New Orleans Pelicans at the Phoenix Suns. Suns are favored by nine and a half. Uh, Pelicans plus three eighty five for the money line, and Phoenix minus five hundred um, over under of two twenty five. Um, for this game, um, I'm sorry, I didn't give you my series pick for the last one. I, I do think the Bucks are going to take that series. I think they're probably going to take it in five or six. So, um, with the Pelicans and the Suns, 
Um, I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the Suns actually in this one, minus nine and a half. Again, I just think that overall they're, they're a much better team. Um, and for the series, I, I, I think this is probably going to be a sweep. I'm taking the Suns in four here. Um, what are you and, and uh, Amari thinking? What do you think, Amari? Think uh, Suns going to sweep them? All right, we'll, we'll get it. That looked like a nod. Yeah. It looked like a yeah. nod. To me. Well, we'll go with that. Um, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the sweep as well. I do like the ten and a half. Uh, we said nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah, I think that's I think that's going to be the case. I like nine and a half uh, for the Suns as well tonight. Okay, tomorrow. Boom. Uh, all right. Well, that wraps up the first uh, two days of, of the actual playoffs. Now that the playoff uh, or play-in games are over, um, hopefully we keep up our uh, our success here with uh, with some of our picks. Obviously, like I said, we are four one and one against the spread. And by we, I mean me. I don't think you agreed with all of my picks, but um, feel free to feel free to tell me right now. I'm hot there. Fade me on all my player props right now. I'm ice cold there, um, but. <laughs> I appreciate everyone tuning in. Avery, Amari, I appreciate both of you coming on the show. Uh, Always appreciate the professional insight. Um, If you're watching the show and you enjoy it, please do us a favor and hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Uh, If you're listening to us, please go check out YouTube. Uh, YouTube is, uh, when it comes to analytics and and different things like that, YouTube is definitely a a, a bigger platform. Um, But if you're listening via podcast, we appreciate you as well. if you enjoy the show, tell tell a friend. Um, also, if you're if you really enjoy the show and you want to support us uh, on any of the podcast links um, in the show notes down at the bottom, there's a link where you can sign up to uh, to support the show monthly. Whether it's ninety nine cents, four ninety nine. Um, I think I, I can't remember what the other amount is, but obviously we appreciate all of that. Uh, if you choose to do so, um, it definitely helps uh, helps propel this this show forward um, with. Uh, with what we're able to do. Um, but uh, that's all we have for today's episode. Avery, thank you again. Any last thoughts from you and uh, Amari? Uh, nope. Just, uh, just uh, wait, ready to watch some uh, good, good, meaningful basketball. Um, one of the better times of the year, uh, NBA playoffs. Boom. Um, the only thing better is the NFL playoffs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed well, the- yeah. This, uh, just, yeah, this, NBA is not going to uh, top what the NFL did this year. Like, there's no better re- reality shows than the NFL. So. But it's going to be it's going to be good none- nonetheless. So. Absolutely. Well, again, I appreciate you, Avery. Uh, listeners out there, we appreciate you, and we will see you on the next episode.